Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a series on our podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity, featuring my wife Lacey and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy. So, you know how they say there's like two kinds of people for various subjects and stuff? Yeah. Well, I was thinking about the other day and I I was thinking how, you know, I always thought there was two kinds of people as far as reviews go for like businesses and store, you know, stores, whatever, like What would the two types of people be? Well, it'd be the kind that like write the reviews, right? And the people that read them. Oh, hold on. But what? Wait, wait, wait. Hey, welcome to our podcast. Oh, sorry. (laughs) My name is Nathan. I'm Lacey. This is Lacey. And we're, we jumped right in. Yeah. We always. jumped right in. No, but we have to like do it proper. Okay, do it. Proper introductions. Go for it. No, I already did. Oh, I'm Nathan. You're, you're done? Yeah. That's it? That's it. Okay, Welcome. so anyway, like I was saying. Welcome to Shoot the Breeze. <laughs> so, so I, I, but I was thinking after I left this uh, burger place the other day, I was thinking, no, there's <laughs> three kind of people in the review world. And I'm actually the third. Four. Four. Yep, I'll tell you the fourth. Okay, so my third category is I, I I write reviews in my head. I practice them. I, like, reword them. I, like, even star it, but I don't actually publish it. Right. Yeah, because I don't want to, like, I don't want to spend the time to do it, you know, like, make an account and put it on there. And I mean, not that I don't read everybody's reviews and use all the review stuff but right you you so there's okay so there's the one yeah. who writes them yeah the one who reads them yeah the one who doesn't write it but in their head they write it right right the fourth one is the one they if they take reviews they don't read it like great you have a review good i'm going to do my own thing there's a fifth type. Wow, you're going all the way. There's a fifth. Okay. Well, what? Me. I do none of the above. You don't even look at a review. Could care. Well, really? you taught well, you taught me that. Yeah, look at reviews. Yeah, no, prior to that I'd be like, I want this thing. I'm going for it. <laughs> and that's friends, that's how one day we ended up at our Western Union where Nathan was gonna Hold on. send us money to some rando in Europe. And I said, I don't think this is a good idea. Even the Western Union guy's <laughs> like, I don't think this is a good good idea, buddy. Anyway, so okay. so no, here's here's the deal though. So I am at this burger place, right? And uh, that shall remained unnamed. I'll name. Do you want me to name it? No, don't Should name it. Name it. it. <laughs> no. Anyway, I really like this place. Don't throw and shade. I, I ordered. I ordered my burger, and I ordered it really just ketchup, mustard, lettuce. You know what they put on it? Cheese. Not just cheese. Not real cheese. American cheese. And you know what they did too? They charged me for the cheese. And I'm actually the kind of person that usually that will bring stuff back to the counter and be like, "Hey." This is no good. Please fix this. But I actually was having a little blood sugar incident, and so I ate it, and it was so sad because not only did it not taste good, but I had to pay for it. So Lacey has issues with her body. She pretends like she doesn't. No, I don't pretend like I don't. Is it hypoglycemic, where you go low? So she's hypoglycemic. She goes low. 
And these low episodes cause her to have migraines, which is something that she's incredibly prone to. So if you wear perfume around Lacey, I personally want you to know that you just gave her a migraine. <laughs> that's And mean. thank you I, on no, behalf that's of the not, family. Stop it. Anyways. <laughs> you make people feel self-conscious. Uh... I do that anyways. <laughs> okay. But also, like, so food food issues are also things that give her migraines. Correct. And so, and hypoglycemia. And so she pretends, like, no, I'm going to... I'm going to push through. I can do this. As she's like, like slithering across the floor in this like shaky, sweaty mess because she's hypoglycemic. I can push through. I just need to finish this thing. She was driving my girls home. No, she was driving (laughs) my girls home from uh, a day in the, in, in Austin. And she's like, I can push through. I make it. As she's like slipping into this like hypoglycemic coma where she's sweaty and nauseous and she's like, oh, oh, make it. No, stop she it. Has I to pulled pull over. over. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I did. After it got so bad, oh, yeah, pull I was over. So she can barely order. And I'm just like, honey. And then they take forever with the food. Not like a forever, like I'm so hungry forever, like forever. It was a ridiculous amount of time. Anyways, this wasn't a fancy place. They weren't in the back, like doing artwork on the plate. Like it was. Anyways, <laughs> it's also no McDonald's. Gross. I no, like McDonald's. Yuck. Anyways, the burger BTW, the burger she just described to you is actually one of my favorites Ugh. with like Ooh. American Ugh. cheese. None Ugh. of that real cheddar stuff. Gross. No, Ugh. I can't stand hot, sweaty cheddar cheese i love cheddar Actually, cheese we have uh, uh one of our brother-in-law loves sweaty cheese he it's grew up nasty. overseas in like a hot culture and so he loves it when cheese is out for a long time and it's all sweaty i like so my cottage cheese that gross. way like oh. if it's room temp on oh. a bed of on a leaflet of lettuce because <laughs> it soaks up the the moisture and it soaks up the the slight green flavor okay. earthy flavor of the lettuce leaf. So back to the hypoglycemia. So I just don't feel like I feel like I do I don't I don't have it as bad as like let's say my dad. No no no. Who, she no listen. She's like, lived with not to, like her dad and then me who has like you like, have legit diabetes. Yeah, stuff. but here's the thing you got though. The diabetes. This is part of your problem. Is you're like. Oh, I'm not as bad as that. I'm not. As you're like jerking the wheel into oncoming traffic, no, going into the hypoglycemic. It didn't no, get listen, that bad. Listen. Like it has. Like this is something that happened. <laughs> has this happened? Okay, stop. My dad would be, he would be at work back when he was um, doing mechanics. He'd be under a car and all of a sudden he'd pass out on the floor. Just gone on the cement. And he'd like crawl, I kid you not, crawl over to his bag, grab a candy bar and get up and go back to work. Like he does, he does, he still, I think he still passes out, like just bam, passes out. So I kind of compare myself to that because I've never, I've come close, but I've never straight like passed out. So dealing with Yelp (laughs) reviews, first of all, are you going to Yelp review me? (laughs) I'm going to Yelp review you. Just do it in your head, okay? I wish, uh, you know, three stars. (laughs) Not happy. Mildly satisfied (laughs) that, you know, 
She's fun to look at. Oh my gosh. And mildly uh, satisfied, really. And you know, enjoying to talk to. Wow. However, <laughs> also endangers my girls. I want to get back to mildly <laughs> satisfying. That can go in so many different ways right now. <laughs> oh my god. It's three because here's what's not satisfying. Mm-hmm. Hypoglycemic comas. Not, not satisfying. And then the like two-day migraine after that. Not satisfying. That was not just because of that. Speaking of Yelp Other reviews. Reasons. Speaking of Yelp reviews. We should talk about if someone were to Yelp review our ministry stuff. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like no, ministry I actually, faux pas. Listen, I actually <laughs> saw that the church that we used to be part of staff on. There, There's Google reviews for churches. Yeah. Did you know how that? How do you, like, how would you Google? Okay, I've never... The, I mean, maybe you're a rev, like a reviewer, a Yelp reviewer, and you're like, Yelp review this church. Like, it's a thing for you. I've never. What do you like? I don't know how you can attend a church, church one time and give it a Yelp review. Right. That's really funny to me. I mean, you know what? Mildly <laughs> satisfying. <laughs> Teacher was kind of boring. Yeah. Anyways. OK. So, yeah. So, so wait, wait, wait. I want to start this one. OK. Do I want to talk about this because. This is is this a new category? Because this could totally be its own it could be segment. A, you know what? I'm not going to create a <laughs> bumper for this, okay? I have bumpers for other parts, but there's let's let's see if this turns in, and then it like okay. turns into a thing, and then I'll, okay. I'll create a bumper for it. But here's the thing. So ministry faux pas. If someone's going to Yelp review, for me, this is something that happened recently. Oof. Like recently, okay? I'm always embarrassing. <laughs> I am horrible at names. I'm horrible at names. I don't like try to be horrible. Like, oh, I don't, I don't care about you, so I'm not gonna remember your name. Or I, or I, where I like, hey, my name's Steve. Okay, Scott. Like I say the wrong name on purpose. I don't remember names. Okay. I try unless I have a crazy experience with someone where I remember. Like it's member. Like I don't remember. It's really bad, especially in ministry, because people will. There's this person at the gym who, like, I had my headphones in, and I'm, like, in my zone, in my treadmill zone, but I could overhear my, the music in my ears, people going, hey, I think that's one of our pastors, referring to me. I'm not a pastor. I run a ministry. You still still should know their name. I think that was the expectation level with that. Yeah, that is, no, that's 100%. (laughs) So here's the, here's the deal. So we, I was walking by someone at church. Right. They've been attending our ministry for three years. No. And she goes, hi. And I'm like, hey. Like in my head going, oh, no. She's like, you don't remember my name, dude. Like straight up calls me out. And I'm like, yeah. I'll no, be honest. I, okay. No. In your defense, it I think only a year, but you have known her for three years. Right. So, right. I mean, I know her. Right. I've so, known her. So she goes, you know, my name is so-and-so. And I'm like. Hi, so-and-so, I'm so, like, I felt so bad. As you should. Right. So, anyways, she, <laughs> and, and is, I will never forget her name because I had a, shared a moment with her. Yeah, embarrassing one. <laughs> yeah, horrible. Gosh, I know, yeah. I'm, th- I was thinking just today about different embarrassing things I've done, and I don't know about you, but I die a little bit inside every time I think about it. Still, like, certain things I've done mm-hmm. that are just You know what's funny terrible. is... 
I know where you're going because I have the sheet in front of me. Right. And I'm so excited about this one. <laughs> okay, so this is my this is my ministry papa I was thinking about is we were uh, doing ministry in Ireland and we were starting this um, ministry evening and we had this couple come, um, this this man and this woman and um, she was a little older and he was probably in his early twenties and. So I made a point of seeking them out and introducing myself, talking to them for a while and, you know, just normal stuff, right? Well, the next day we were in this smaller town in the west of Ireland and I actually came upon them in this little bookstop that we were in. And I said, it was just the guy though. And I said, oh, hi, how are you? And I remembered his name. I was mm-hmm. so excited. I remember the name, you know, like talking. Yeah. And I said, hi, so-and-so. Uh, how are you doing? How'd you like the evening? It's great. I said, well, and how did your mom like it? And I don't know. I know better. Number one, I know better. Number two, I don't know why I assumed. Because here's a life lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Never, ever, ever assume. Not, not, don't ever assume anything. Ever. Ever. About anything. About anything. Because it just came out of my mouth that this woman was his mother. And he says to me, who? And I said, so-and-so, your mom. And he looks at me and goes, what? I said, the woman you were with. And he goes, oh, my girlfriend. Okay. So first of all, it's <laughs> it's awesome. That that was just an awesome moment. No, I wasn't. For, <laughs> for me. No, 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 for me. <laughs> um. <clears throat> And then second, though, in in Lacey's defense, the, she was totally <laughs> she was a lot older, way, like 20 years older. Yeah, and she, OK, and this is the worst part. OK, I so I when I can't handle it, so I literally cover my face with my hands. We're in a bookstore. Cover my face with my hands and turn around. I can't even look at the guy. Nope. I am so embarrassed. And I just want to die. And he just goes real casual. He goes, that's okay. I was thinking of breaking up with her anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website, cultivaterelationships.com. Our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with God and others, uh, we've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear. We've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet. We've helped people build healthy relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos. And all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you. If you would like to become a partner, please visit cultivaterelationships.com slash support. Now, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Speaking of Ireland stories, into uh, our, our segment, our whistleblower segment, that is the Irish edition. Oh, gosh. So we, we're going <laughs> to blow the whistle on each other with, with things that deal with <laughs> deal with what we our, did in Ireland what yeah. happened in Ireland yeah
So just to, to kind of like preface, uh, a few years ago, we had a duration of years where we were regularly going to Ireland. Traveling to Ireland. We lived in Ireland for yeah, a while. For yeah. a, a season when the girls were real little. And then um, just smaller trips after that. So this is why we have a lot of stories of Ireland. Yep. Um, shout out to our Irish, Irish friends, friends if they're listening to this. And maybe you're learning something new yeah. about things that we did that were... Or shouldn't have done. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So In Ireland. Okay. So I, I, I start... You oh on me or I start on you? No, whatever. You you can you go because I started last time. Okay, so um, we were in a small town, and um, at the time when we went over there, Ari was two months old, and then our other daughter was almost three, and so they were uh, pretty involved for me. And um, Nathan was going to be doing um, media things for. Uh, few churches mainly one church but different churches in the area yeah and so it was suggested to us that there was an older lady in the congregation who had really been through oh, a lot of it's i it's is it it i thought you were starting the, i thought you were starting a different story and i was like yeah this is gonna be a funny story because it was about you and then i remember it's about me yeah because i'm blowing the whistle on you yeah no 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 and i mixed the stories up and now i'm mortified <laughs> I was cool just sitting here chilling, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, no, this story's about me. <laughs> you know, like those brain things where you're yeah. just, like, tracking along and... Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Irish culture is very uh, friendly. It's very um, community-oriented. It's mm-hmm. very much a social culture. And very so, story-oriented. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, you are going to find yourself having a lot of tea with people, mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, people swinging by your house or you swinging by other people's house. So it's very, very friendly. Pop-in. Right. Doing a pop-in. Right. Yeah. And um, so it was suggested to us, though, that there was this older lady in the congregation that had been with, she had been a Christian for quite a while and she just had a lot of history of the area and what the Lord had done in the area and that it would be really great for us to interview her about a specific subject that that the church had some um just experience yeah and just really valued um one of the the things that you know was just so interesting is that this woman was just such a beloved pillar of faith in the community she's like 80 you're acting like that's so old she was older than that she was, was she really she, like yeah 90? she was her late 80s yeah late 80s night okay yeah, yeah. so anyway we just thought this old. older we have a lot of good friends that are in their like mid 70s so you really? need to watch yourself yeah you're acting like my girls right now. Like, Mom, you're not going to be alive when I'm 40. That's, <laughs> that's what they tell me. Anyway. Wow. Okay, I forgive yeah, yeah, yeah. my husband. Remember yeah. earlier how he was talking about how offensive he is? I'm sorry. I understand. Hey, listen. Here's the thing. I like to marginalize everyone, okay? So. Okay, stop. Just stop. Okay. okay. So we go to her house, which is very involved because my kids are so little. And we have tea, which takes a long time. And finally, we get around to... Well, we have to get a babysitter. We have to get, like, all No, they came with us. Did they really? Yeah. Man, I blacked this whole night out, I'll tell you what. So I'm trying to keep him quiet. He's interviewing her. We go through this. It's hours and hours and hours. And very, very nice. But someone older, you know, we had to keep 
directing mm-hmm. and redirecting and trying to get the story and all that. So we get it. We leave. And um, get home after all of this. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. I knew it before we left. Oh, you did? You just didn't tell me. Yeah, no, I didn't tell you. No, there's no way I was going to tell you. Hey! So, okay, so we get home. I'm exhausted. Get the kids to bed. It was just a really, you know, it was a lot of work to, to just get this done. And he looks at me <laughs> that night. He goes, so I never, um, I never pushed record. <laughs> Guys, we, at the time, ran a production company. We, you know, had all the equipment, nice camera equipment, lighting, audio, like, at, like, top of the line. Yeah, and then not... Like, field recording equipment. Well, yeah, not too long after that, she died. So I don't have the story any... Well, I never had it in the first place. It's gone. Guys. It's not funny, but it's... Hilarious. It's terrible. It's horribly funny. It's It's terrible. Anyways, so on to Lacey (laughs) so that we can just move right Hop, skip, and a jump right over that. (laughs) No, I knew. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. So we're recording. I I, want to give my side now. We're recording in theory. Lacey's asking questions. I'm asking questions. Doing this, and so we like wrap up, and I go to press stop on the recorder on the on the yeah. audio recorder. And you realize, and that's when I realized I don't have to because it's not blinking. It's not recording in the first place. No. So I found out right away. We say our cordial goodbyes, and man, so good talking to you. It was so like. At this point, I am 100% lying my butt off. Man, it was good recording. We're going to get this. Such great content. Such good content. I'm going to spend so many hours editing. It'll be great. Knowing the whole time, not one thing was recorded. Moving on to Lee. To Lacey. Yeah, let's just keep it going. Yeah. So. Ten years still isn't enough time, is it, really? <laughs> it's too still soon. too soon. So. So we're, this is our very first trip to Ireland. This is a dream come true for me. Um, first trip to Ireland. Super stoked. It was like stoked. 2007 it was, like my fr- it was my first trip out of the country. Yeah, this was your first trip. Yeah, this was big. when they, we, they told us that your therapy machine would Work. convert, mm-hmm. had a converter inside. But yeah. guess what? Spoiler alert. Blew it the house. It did not. It blew the It blew not only my, house. yeah, blew the power in the house and it blew my machine. That's a story in and of itself. Yeah, that's its own I'm thing. obviously still alive. Mm-hmm. So I lived. Okay, so we're, <laughs> we're staying. Uh, now, you know, that was a, like we went a week early so that you and I could have kind of like a fun... Time together. Holiday together. Yeah, and you almost died. And I almost died, so that yeah. was super mm-hmm. fun. That was a good time. Um, anyways, so we're staying now at a ministry... Uh, house. We're staying at a elder's house in a church that we were, you know, going over to help support, you know, minister to, minister with. Um, and I'm know, gonna say some... this was outside of Dublin, so my friends yep. in um, my friends in West Ireland don't think it's them. <laughs> I just thought of that. <laughs> okay, this is in Dublin. It's not by where you guys were. Okay, okay, it wasn't by you guys. It wasn't. 
in the West. It was not in the West. It was, in, it was near Dublin. It was near Dublin. So <laughs> friends near Dublin, <laughs> listen up. <clears throat> so we are staying at, a, at one of the elders' houses of the churches that we're ministering in. And we're, it's, it's me, Lacey, and one other youth uh, girl that we had that brought, came with us. We, we traveled. We had a group. We had multiple people, like six, seven youth with me, you, and then the youth pastor and the, his wife. So it was like four leaders, multiple, multiple kids. So three of us, me, Lacey, and this one youth were, were staying at the elder's house. And so, uh, you know, like you do. You, you, you know, they show you your room, they show you the bathroom that you can use, and, you know, we're making our, our, you know, stay, we're comfortable, we get unpacked, we, I don't remember if it's at night or in the morning, but what I... It was at night. It was at night, oh yeah, we were... definitely tired. Yep, nope, Lacey was tired, and we're getting ready for bed, and, you know, we're in the bathroom, brushing our teeth, as, as you usually would, because, you know, all of your stuff is out there, and... So I'm brushing my teeth and, you know, just going along, making sure, you know, killing the cavities. And I look over and, you know, Lacey is brushing her teeth and nonchalantly puts the toothbrush (laughs) down and grabs another one. And I'm like, huh, well, that's awkward. (laughs) And I said, hey, she was what? I said, whose toothbrush was that? She said, huh? What? I was like, you, you, in the middle, literally in the middle of brushing, mid-brush, switch tooth, toothbrushes. She goes, what? No, I didn't. What? I'm like, honey, <laughs> I, saw, I saw you. So we, we asked the youth, we're like, hey, is this your toothbrush? She goes, no, I have mine right here. I have mine. You know, I'm holding mine. I was so hoping it was her toothbrush. I really nope. was. Lacey brushed her teeth is the- with the host. The host's toothbrush. <laughs> here's what. Here's what. It, no, no, no. So bad. Here's what. Here's it's what so I. No. <laughs> Mid brush, yeah. like she tries to pull it off. Like what? No, nothing happened. We're cool. We're good. Host. So guests. embarrassing. Anyways. And you need to. You need. You're probably thinking. You probably went and bought them a new toothbrush. Nope. Or told them. Nope. I did Nothing. not. I just washed it off and put it back. <laughs> so. I can't believe I just told everybody that. Those, those, the, any one of you in Ireland in the Dublin region. Oh, gosh. We're not going to name names. Stop. Just We're stop. not. But you, you guess. Feel free to re- respond okay, to this. Ten years, was a long time. That's longer than 10 years. How long is yeah. that? 14 years. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, okay. so right. we have uh, an agree to disagree segment. The, this segment is where basically Lacey and I have an argument. It's not our life. It's just a segment. It's no, it's not our life. We l- only developed this for you guys. Mm-hmm. This doesn't actually happen in real life. Mm-hmm. So, side note, there's a helicopter, a what is it? What are the two propeller type? Like two met the, the their um 
Not Apache. They're the they're the huge, know. huge. I'm not ones. up on my helicopters. We live in a teeny tiny town in Texas, and this double propeller helicopter has been flying over the church because we our church is our studio is in a in our office and our office is in a church and the church is right next to an airport. <laughs> sound like a children's book. <laughs> I know. And there was a little mouse under the pew named Simon. So, anyways, anyways, if you heard a helicopter, that's what it is. It's just a remember, remember, yeah. remember we lived in an apartment and we ran outside because we thought there was a whole fleet of helicopters landing in the parking lot. Oh my word! Okay, that? yeah. So our walls, like this, is how like bad shaking, shaking like, and go, 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 we go, like go, go, look go, go. at each other. We run yeah. out of the parking lot and we realize it's just the dryers in the laundry room next to us. Yeah, because there's a laundry room, uh, which we knew. Complex. I don't know yeah. why we both were just like that inspired. Us out. That yeah, it was we thought it was like Red Dawn or something. Yeah, we did, um, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming! They're here! They're here! <laughs> okay. Um, what is? Who's the? Who, what's the new Red Dawn? With Hem Street. That one wasn't very good. No, but... It was really not memorable. I liked it, but I I pictured myself as Hem Street? What's his name? Which one? There's two. The not Thor. Oh, Liam? Yeah. <laughs> you say that, like, disappointing. <laughs> like, if if Liam came up to you and goes, hey, Lace, can I take you out for coffee? Like, you'd be like, no, because you're not... Chris. Chris. No, I wouldn't. I would just be like, hi, sir. Nice to meet you. And then I would ask him about his family because he's married. So Liam or Chris? Chris. He. No, I know. I just feel everybody like... knows he is the better looking one, though. <laughs> I mean, it's like I'm not in the saying something people so I, don't know. So, so I'm a I'm a younger brother of two older brothers. And like we always we always joke like we you joke. I joke. I never joked like that. What? That I have a... What are you going to say? No, I was going to say, like, in, in families where there's multiple brothers, they're always arguing over who's the better looking one. That's just... it's like The a, brothers are? Yeah. Honey, I think this is something you've had in your head. It's, is that why you feel personally wounded when I... I feel very attacked. I'm sorry. When you find Chris more attractive than Liam. I'm sorry, but not, that's not just my opinion. That's like thing. a global opinion. Here's the thing. I'm not offended that she finds either of them more attractive than me. I it's didn't that say that. She, it's... I'm not inaccurate, okay? I think we both know that this is a true fact. As you said, per the whole globe knows, okay? Anyways... <laughs> Is this our agree to disagree, or do we have an actual one? No, we have an actual one. Okay. This is just like a preface to the it agree is a to preface. Good, anyways, agree. Oh, helicopter's coming back. Okay, so <laughs> red dawn. Okay, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> agree to disagree. Here's so Lacey has a thrifting addiction. I wouldn't say addiction. I would say healthy appreciation for reusing, recycling. Reducing, reusing, and recycling. Yeah, That's the, the three R's. R's. Mm -hmm. Here, no. <clears throat> because this addiction doesn't cause, like, <laughs> you to, like, lose your mind and have, like, lose your teeth or have... Go to jail. Well, I was going to say pox on your face or something like that. Pox? Yeah, like meth and crack. Okay, all right. Just because it doesn't do that doesn't mean it's any less of an addiction. So Lacey will come home. <laughs> Is that our agree to disagree? <laughs> Lacey will come home 
And she'll, like, the girls will be, like, oogling, oogling, ogling. Ogling. Something she bought. And I'll look over, and I'm like, okay, you know what, oogling, ogling? Hey, feel free to respond. Let us know what it is. Oogling or ogling. Somebody can look that up. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, the girls will be, like, ooing, whatever, over this thing. And I'm like, so what's, what's it for? And Lacey's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you can't just buy something without it having a purpose. And she goes, I don't know. We'll find out. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. No, you have to. You you can't just buy stuff without a purpose. You can if it's a dollar. But you no (laughs) other. No. (laughs) Said the person who like, okay. That's exactly the beginning, the intro of a hoarder's episode. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. Okay. So this is my defense. What's your defense? This is my defense. You can. And I will say that I always do find a purpose for it. No, no, no. no. I don't say you never do it. it. Here's the thing, though. You cannot, you can't go into something and be like, we'll figure it out. And then figure it out and be like, see, I told you we needed it. Well, you well, just okay, that's, okay but then your point is that you only buy things you need, mm-hmm. right? Which right. I think that sometimes you can buy things that are like decor, like home decor. Nobody needs it. No, but, but if it you could have look really nice, no, but you can go to the store knowing I need this thing for my decor. You don't go to the store and going, we'll figure it out. But I don't. Sometimes I don't need know what I need for my decor until I see it. And then I know I need that for my decor. Okay, so let me let me give some backstory for those of you who would really like to weigh in on this. Okay. Backstory. We used to live on a campus, um, a college Ooh. campus, where, uh, you know, you would live in a house and some of the, you know, depending on... This was on an if, addiction. This subgroup was an addiction. Yeah. I was going to say agree to disagree, but we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> so... so <laughs> This, this has multiple layers, folks. You can agree or disagree on multiple layers. So we're in this housing, and there's, like, side storage that you could put, you know, put your storage in for, like, Christmas decor, you know, stuff like that, that you don't just, like, leave there because you're a hoarder. No, you actually use stuff. So I remember some of my tools would be up there. And I, this happened, no, le- like, once a week. Once I a would week. usually go to the store to grab a tool that I'm going to be using. Agree to disagree. On. It wasn't once a week. <laughs> I let me. Okay, you know what? Fair enough. There was a season <laughs> in our li- in our marriage <laughs> where it happened to be every few days. Let's call it seven, <laughs> where I would go to the storage, open it up, and there'd be a new chair. Like, not a new chair, like a used chair. And then seven days later, another chair. But literally, this happened multiple weeks in a row. Finally, our storage is filled with chairs and window uh, edges or window pane. Not window panes. What is it? Windows? Old window, barn windows. Chairs and barn windows. And I'm like, honey, we we have legit stuff that we have to put in there. Not Not... Okay, so I will admit I had a tiny addiction to buying antique chairs and refurbishing them, but... Hold on. (laughs) I like how you throw that in there, refurbishing. 
we didn't refurbish one chair okay <laughs> not one window or one chair so no i am not letting that slip okay. by so i never got around to doing the actual refurbishing when, when we moved the chair when we moved from alaska to texas i i cannot underestimate i cannot under emphasize that's the word okay. underemphasize how many things of wood and and chair and and window shrapnel i had to get rid of or sell get rid of you did not sell it i sold it and you know who made a killing do you know who made a killing off of that stuff it was me i made a killing me and i will admit i don't actually finish Every single project, most, but I do finish most. No, I finish a lot of my projects. I do, but I have cut myself off from buying chairs. Have you noticed? I haven't bought any chairs in a really long time because we have a bar height table, so we can't act. I can't justify having them, and I've not bought any windows in a long time. I I might the have reason. Hold on, the a reason steady addiction to books, but that's. Not let new. me let's That's let's just kind all. of, you know, explore why this might be. Well, we moved to Texas and in Texas, there's a lot of critters that hide themselves in That's chairs true. and wood panes. And so they don't hide themselves in wood panes or wood. That's not a thing. No, they don't burrow into the wood. They can. I mean, I do have a crazy fear of bed bugs that has really tamped down my my style here. <clears throat> in the South. So, folks, here's the question. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we disagree. <laughs> Here's the question. Do you need a plan before you buy something? Me? No, because that wipes out the inspiration. You need inspiration in your life. You see something that inspires you, you should be able to work it into your life. Me? Yes, you do need a plan. It could be a very basic plan. could be a simple plan. I'm looking for an object that goes on top of this dresser. That's what it could be. That's all I'm saying is a plan. Would you ever, honestly, real quick, really quick, honestly, if you live by yourself, would you <laughs> ever even consider looking for artwork to go on top of your dresser or the wall or anywhere in your home at all? No. <laughs> I mean, probably not. <laughs> I do have a tapestry I have yet to put up oh, somewhere that Lacey. Oh, no. Oh! No, honey, it could go don't right do there. it. No. Okay, so I have a tapestry. It's, uh, it's, the it's Last like a Supper. rug hook, seventies version of the Last Supper. It's guys. It's no no smaller than twelve foot by like ten foot. Don't let him Massive. do it. Massive. Please don't let him do it. Please write in. Don't. Would you agree to have me hanging this in my office? I will do it immediately if I get one yes. Don't. That's. That's a hint. Here's, Anyone can no. say yes to it, and I will hang it up. Please. <laughs> Please. I just realized I have a perfect spot for it no, above a couch. Our, okay. Our, the office Anyways. looks nice. Don't do that. It'd be, it'll, it'll be like a little splash of color, because our office is black. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Agree to disagree. Fine. Feel free to respond. Fine. Feel free to respond to this podcast. We've raised a lot of ideas. As, as long as I have a shed, we can agree to disagree. <laughs>
We have two sheds. We do have two sheds. We have one's, one has been nicknamed the spider shed, which there's not actually a lot of spiders in There are in so it. many spiders in that. And there's the other one's, killer, the other one's just spiders the shed. that lurk. <laughs> there's it's the spider old, shed. It's like an old Tin. metal, yeah, like yeah. dark kind of creepy shed where, you know, the door you really have to like wrestle like it's an alligator before <laughs> like you can get it open. It bends every time you open it and, and you And then like you get it. in there and it's yeah. there's no way to get like decent light in all the corners. And so yeah. it is... I am always terrified there's a spider that's gonna. You know what's funny is I've seen far more lizards in that shed. Like, those are the ones that freak me out. Not because I'm scared of lizard, but they're so fast. I'm like, oh, they're like. They do kind of get get you, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have one last thing, you know, and this is a segment that I enjoy because we kind of get to not defend, we get to talk about like why some piece of, whether it's theology or, or. Christian living, whatever it is, why it's important. And uh, a, a, a segment we call Why Do I Care? Or Why Should I? Why Should, why I, should care? I Care? I always. You botch it a little bit. I always botch it. We have a bumper. You'll be able to. <laughs> they'll get it. They'll, you'll get it. Why should I care? So this one is um, something called conviction, and everyone shuts the episode <laughs> off. <laughs> no, it's interesting because I was I've recently been listening to a biography on someone's life, and um, they're talking about how uh, they're Christian, yet they're talking about their life as certain things they're doing and decisions they're making and pain that they're walking through is just, it's a, it's a, a music star and, and yeah. Right. And yeah. so I'm listening to it and I'm thinking there's just a disconnect here between mm-hmm. what it's like to have an actual relationship with the Lord in, in my mind and what I'm hearing out of this person's light and the, the, life like the fruit that's coming yeah. out of their life and i'm like why is that and so i was just thinking about it and not i mean i'm not trying to be judgy but i am wondering like where is that disconnect coming well, from? well i was gonna say it's not just judgy it's seeing the pain that they're walking through right. and looking at it as but that's unnecessary pain yeah yeah that's the whole time of yeah it's not judging it's going man they they didn't like have why to. right and and just a lot of like self-empowerment stuff, you know, and I'm just listening to it thinking, you know, how much does being convicted of things Mm -hmm. actually save us from pain Yeah, and allow us to have close relationship with the Lord? Like when we are not convicted of our sin, when we do not live in repentance of our sin, then we don't allow that, block from our relationship with God to be removed. Yep. And, it, and it, it blocks us from hearing his voice. It blocks us from being us being able to get clarity and things that sin cre- creates this disconnect yeah. between us and the father. And so I was just thinking what a blessing conviction actually is, you yeah. know, because it, conviction is one of those things. Like I think it has gotten a bad rap and, and you know, maybe fair enough for, how it's been taught or, or preached on, but conviction, I mean, we, we, well, we talk about, uh, we talk about it in a positive light in this way, man, that person has convictions, right? Like a, that's a positive thing. Like, a 
dealing with integrity, dealing with their character. They, they're a person of conviction, right? But then all of a sudden when it's like, well, I feel convicted about something, it's like, <gasps> like this horrible thing. And something I'm, I'm, it actually comes out of a, a, a verse. I write about, I'm, for those of you not watching, <laughs> I'm reading out of my book yes. that I wrote. Okay. Um, but the verse is John 16. It's when Jesus says, hey, listen, I have to go so that I can send you the Holy Spirit. And he's going to convict you of these things. And the first thing he convicts of is sin. Like these things that are not healthy for us. These things that are not how we were designed to live. So, hey, the Holy Spirit's going to come and he's going to convict you of maybe it's mindsets or behaviors that aren't how he created you to live. So it's getting rid of things. Then the next thing he says is he's going to convict us of righteousness. This, you know, if we, if we, righteousness is right living. It's, it's how we're supposed to live, living how we're designed to. And, you know, I think maybe a better or more, more positive or same, same phrasing re restated maybe is he's going to convince us of a better way to live, mm. um, a healthier way to live, uh, a more, you know, peace in our mind way to live. And I think, in, you know, we can often, often look at conviction as I just have to stop doing bad things. But in reality, that's not how the Holy Spirit convicts us. He convicts us by saying, hey, I have good things for you, which is in, in, in psychology and those self-help books, you know, it, it talks about how you have to not just stop doing a bad thing, but you have to start a bad thing. Well, that was, that's God's design. Like that's, Start a bad thing? You, you have to start, you have to stop a bad thing and start a good thing. Sorry. Re replace it. Yeah, right. Replace but I it. think the, the difference is, is that if you're convicted of something, you, it might not line up with what the world sees as a conviction. Right. <clears throat> right. And I mean, and that's what I was thinking about. You know, it's like when the Lord gave the law, there wasn't an understanding, really. There yep. wasn't a clear-cut understanding of, you know, what they weren't supposed to do. And so we right. just lined it out. Well, then in the New Testament, talking about the Holy Spirit, and Jesus comes and says, I didn't come to abolish that. Mm -hmm. I have come to fulfill it. Yeah. Right. And he says, and later on talking about the Holy Spirit, he says, you know, he's going to convict the world. Yeah. Right. And so it's this idea that it's the Holy Spirit is going to convict us of things. Right. Right. That are, are keeping us from the father. Yeah. And I think when we, we look at it in that way, we look at it as this is keeping me from relationship. It, it brings us to. It's not just about um, if we're good or bad, if we're performing right, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? It's are we connected to the Father or not? Right. And I, and in what you're saying, I totally agree with you. You do need to replace it, and that is true yeah. in any habit or anything. But there's a deeper spiritual truth here of that connection, that relationship with the Father. He's going to convict us so that we can replace it with his heart towards right, us. Right, something right. Something he... Something, yeah. not just something that makes us feel good. It no, might no, no. not... Sometimes it doesn't even make us feel good. Or it, it doesn't... We don't even understand it. Right. Right? Like, okay, so great example of this, the law. Law was given. One of the laws was you had to wash your hands. You had to bathe if you touched a dead body. 
Nowadays, we're like, well, that's a duh, you know. But back then, you had all these nations around them going, you guys are weird. You guys are washing your hands after you touch dead things. How weird right. is that? And that, I mean, that was very practical and that was very right. universal. Right. And I think something interesting now that we know from conviction of the Holy Spirit is that the, the Holy Spirit might convict me of something right. that he's not convicting something else somebody else about because he knows right. for me it's a heart issue yeah. um well no and i was just coming at it from the standpoint of we may not we may not get to understand right just from the understanding no point, i mean it's like, yeah at some points yeah. it is just an obedience thing right. like i don't know why right now but i'm gonna but trust. i'm going to trust that i am feeling like i shouldn't be doing this right or whatever it is and i'm gonna trust that the lord is seeing something right. I'm not seeing. And I know in my life sometimes when I get, I'll think about things I've had conviction of in the past, and now, you know, with some maturity or some years behind right. me, I can be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense yeah. now. But at the time, it, it is a it is a trusting, and I don't think it's always like that. I think sometimes we know right away, but like yeah. you're saying, there is seasons we, we don't, we yeah. don't know. When I think to your point about, um, I, I mean, this is, conviction can be gray. Uh, and let me let me say it this way. You have the Jesus and the disciples walking through a field. They're getting kind of snacky, and they start picking grain and eating it. And they get in trouble because they're breaking the law. They're working on the Sabbath. And Jesus says, no, 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 <laughs> no. We're not convicted of that, right? Like, the, basically, that's what he said. He goes, no, 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 no. You guys are misunderstanding what's happening. Or another one is when David runs into the tabernacle and eats the showbread, right? That, that was against the law, but it wasn't a conviction for him. And, and, and it's that idea of we have to be in relationship with the Holy Spirit so sensitively and, and willing to release our desire to understand and going, okay, this is a conviction for me. I can't participate in this. It's unhealthy for me. You might be able to. And, and vice versa, not having that judgment of, well, how come if I'm called to not do something, how come you get to do it? Well, no, it's about relationship. It's about relationship with the Heavenly Father, first and foremost. Right. And, um, and, and, and I mean, it, this can bring up a lot of question, but I mean, basic things like like what you're saying, like there's no... It's like no Christian pornography. I mean, like that, that's that, that's like a no. You you just no. We can't. You know that's that's not just unhealthy. It's it's very unfruitful for uh, everybody. Everybody. Um, but that that's what I mean. Is there's some universal things, and then there's some things that it's like, hey, I. It's my personal conviction. I may not be convicted, but you might be, and. Right. Um, but I think when yeah. you look at it as a relationship issue, it makes it more clear mm -hmm. as to why that can variate in, in different yeah. unique things. Yeah. I, but it, I think I've just been thinking a lot of it from the angle of if I've not been convicted about anything for a while, that mm. it might be a good tell that I'm not actually, um, and, and I'm, I'm going to be careful in saying this because I I don't think you have to walk around shamed, guilty, convicted no, all the time. No. But if I feel like there is a deficit of my life of conviction, mm -hmm. 
then maybe there is not that open connectedness with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, and I, and I, this is shoot the breeze, right guys? So I'm just kind of <laughs> trying this out right now in We're my mind and I'm thinking about spitballing? it. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I've been thinking about what a gift conviction is to yeah. keep me on track, to keep me in pace with the Holy Spirit. Um, some, I'll just think of something really simple to be convicted of. So something really simple I've been convicted of lately is to spend more time in um, prayer and a specific kind of prayer mm. and to have more discipline in that prayer. Mm-hmm. And so that's not a conviction that is like, don't do this. Right. It's more a conviction towards well, and that's Something. right. And that's where that idea of being convinced, right? right. I want to be convinced of something, which does prevent you from doing the bad thing, if you will. But yeah. So a great, a great, another great example, something that God is convincing me of is not just waking up doing like a devotion in the morning, you know, when you like a quiet time or whatever you want to call it in the morning, but going to bed doing something Mm. um and so he's been convincing me in my in my journal i have a a section just dedicated to giving god thanks for the day but i have i have to do that at night and i also have to read just a part of a devotional that i have and that way i can go to sleep with my mind in a right uh in a right frame of mind that way i wake up different but that's something that he's been convincing me of i mean i i i I would say that's probably been the last two weeks max i mean maybe a week that he's been challenging me to do that go to bed thinking of me wake up thinking of me so um yeah i I think this idea and it it bleeds over into our relationships right of are we seeking relationships with people who only affirm all of the things that we want to do or are we willing to have relationships where we are obviously seeking encouraging people right i mean i'm not just (laughs) gather around yourself everyone who hates you that's not going to be healthy but people who are encouraging and also going hey aren't afraid to give pushback oh yeah so about that subject in your life whatever it is um aren't afraid to give pushback or just even encouragement going, hey, would you be willing to try this, right? Be that part of that voice of the Holy Spirit going, hey, I have a challenge, a conviction. A, I want to convince you of something. Anyways. Any other thoughts on conviction? Let us know what you guys think. If, if yeah, you I'm have... just thinking about what you said. I want to convince you of something. I, I... I'm just thinking about that. Oh, that. Uh, I, meant, I meant maybe more like, um, so for example, <clears throat> um, I'm, re- I'm reading a book, and in the book, he talks about how beneficial it's been for him to uh, go to bed with a certain mindset. And so from that book, I'm like, oh, maybe I should do that too, right? It's that, it's right. that idea of going, hey, this has been very fruitful in my life. I see, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You should, right. I want to convince you of that. I want to say this could be beneficial for you too. Right. Um, that's what I mean is, is, is I'm reading this book and he goes to bed in a certain way to help him sleep, to help him wake up. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, that was something that challenged me. And so that's what I mean. Like if, if we're in relationship with, 
I mean, even husband and wife, friendships, you're constantly rubbing off on each other, right? And and I think that's the idea of going, hey, I would, I do want to challenge you on this. I want to convince you of something. I want to, you know, and vice versa. That's what I mean. Yeah, oh, I agree. Let us know what your guys' thoughts are. It, it's a big subject. It can lead to a lot of questions and even a lot of uh, potential theological debate. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what your thoughts are, what your ideas, ideas of conviction are and you know man even even just share some stories with us what how has it been beneficial to you uh how have uh, <laughs> i i want to avoid like how have you seen conviction done wrong that's, that's not what i want to do i want to go into how what have you seen well, be and, fruitful in and your I life i would be interested to see as you if you've ever looked at conviction as a blessing or oh, as yeah. a yeah the lack of conviction as a warning sign. Because I think if we're able to reframe it, mm-hmm. we might have a more healthy approach to really yeah. what a gift it is in our life or yeah. how it can be when when you take away the shame <laughs> and the guilt and the condemnation that the yeah. enemy tries to when bring we, with it. We forget all of the analogies that we have. I mean, in like sporting events, you don't yell at your coach for correcting your whatever you're trying to do using a sporting analogy i am good job well, no. he's like when you're playing out on that field court <laughs> when you're area when you're trying to score a goal ball, unit but with your individual team no here's unit. <laughs> here's why no here's why i brought it to mind is um i re- there's a season uh, there's a quite a few years where i was playing tennis and so i would you were not tennis what tennis? racquetball oh. racquetball <laughs> which like did you have one of those sweatbands, the white ones? I actually, I did, but it was for racquetball. Um, no, I was playing racquetball, and I would now purpose. Now I can't see it, the picture of you playing tennis at a like, <laughs> country club. Polo, out of my, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Short shorts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wear short shorts. Okay. Sorry. Uh, playing racquetball, and I would purpose to have matches with people who were beyond better. Beyond better than me. Like, I... They would serve, and I couldn't hit the ball. Like, it was just an impossibility. But I did that because every match I played, I would ask them, can you teach me one thing? And so the entire match, they would be correcting that one thing in me. And you play multiple people, you learn a lot. And I got really good by the end of the couple years that I was playing because I intentioned to go to play with people who were so beyond better than me <laughs> that I, they, it'd be like 14-0. I mean, like, easy. But, well, actually, it'd be 7-0 because you, <laughs> you lose at 7 if you have 0. I see. I see. Um, that they would let me score one point so I could play to 14. <laughs> no, you, you, that's what you want to do is invite people into your life and go, can you, you know, you, if, if they're not calling you out, you're not going to get better. And that includes our relationship with God, right? It, it's, well, I don't hear, I don't hear God's voice. Well, hang out with people who they're like, hey, I was praying and God spoke to me. Excuse me, what was that? How did you right. hear God's and, voice? You know, that is, that is a really good point is that if there's areas of your life where like, wow, I really want to, I want to know how to fill in the blank, whether Mm -hmm. it's be more disciplined or have a better marriage or, you know, that some of those things really, you could glean a lot just by approaching people that do that thing. Well, like, um, I am inspired by a lot of my friends 
and by the things they do well. And I like to learn for them, like keeping your house organized. That's an area I'm always looking for <laughs> inspiration in, <laughs> you know, yeah. cause it doesn't have to be a big deal, Yeah. but, um, yeah. Anyway, I, I yeah. like what you're saying, huh? So anyways, Hey, feel free. Shoot us a question, comment, concerns. I just hate it when you always add concern. It doesn't always have to have concern on the end. It, it doesn't. Question, it could just comment. be a question, a comment. Stay connected us, with us. Let us know if you have any ideas or things you want us to talk about. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a concern. I I don't actually don't want Rita your concerns. So there's that. I Take will. That. I will. <laughs> Guys, I'll read your concerns. Actually, it'll be like a Yelp review. I probably won't a read Yelp it. Yelp review. All right. Well, hey. All right. Goodbye. Thank you.